0: Thank you very much for letting me into your studio for starters. You're very it's welcome. lovely in here. You've been here for how long?
1: I've been in the Backwater Art Studio for five years. I'm on my second license. You get a four year license, and now I'm on my eight year license, but they're four and four yeah that's how it works here normally
0: brilliant it must be amazing to have a space in the city centre it is
1: yeah especially now when it seems to be there seems to be um, quite a uh, a serious lack of studio space in the city Mm. since Sample left uh, the city centre and um, yeah no it's a great setup well run lots of stuff going on it's you know somebody's been on the board i kind of been in the background kind of uh, making decisions about how things need to move forward and what's needed um, so yeah no it's great yeah, sure.
0: so we're going to talk about Hold Fast which is your exhibition that's that's currently running as part of Cork Harbour Festival uh-huh. but first I just wanted to ask you a little bit just about your background and, and who you are and okay, <laughs> why you've good. been doing all of this uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm originally from
1: Clare I moved down to Cork City in 2005 after graduating as a mature student from Limerick Art College. So I've been here since. My background as an artist is is in print. But I'm, I suppose, I guess I consider myself as a multidisciplinary artist that works in different areas: photography, print. Um, so I've done a lot of kind of community projects. I'm involved in a community project at the moment in Dublin. I've since I've moved to Cork. very print focused but now I've kind of expanded out my practice a lot
0: and you've been a a member of Court Printmakers for much longer yeah I've been here
1: 2005 so what's that nearly 16-17 years
0: you know print is a really interesting area isn't it it's kind of like it's niche but ubiquitous like it's kind of all around us all the time and at the same time as an art form sometimes a bit overlooked I get the feeling
1: it is and I think it's because it's everywhere and And it's overlooked because of that, because it's in our everyday life. And I think that's kind of an advantage in one way, because it's allowed to do what it likes to do. It's not constrained like portrait painting, maybe or something, or it's, you know, it kind of seeps into a lot of things. You can do a lot of things with print, you know, um, which I found is you can explore a lot of things with it that you possibly can't do with other mediums. And I think that's why it's, in the world so much because it's on everything It's used for those sort of, you know, purposes, so.
0: You know, we associate it with commercial art a lot, don't we? Yes,
1: uh, I suppose cork signs, I mean, <laughs> any billboards you see, and now it's a lot of it's going digital, um, yeah, and I think that's like silkscreen. I use silkscreen a lot, I think that was, you know, that came, our artists picked it up out of industry particularly in America where silkscreen was used as a kind of mass produced uh, method of printing onto hockey sticks or t-shirts. So, and then artists took it over uh, 50s, 60s, and then started to, to, to use it for their own means. So commercially, if you sell work, that's a silkscreen, you know, it's, yeah. it's paid workers for an artist, I guess, you know, it's it's commercial that, on that level for us, but generally, yes, it's it's very much a a commercial entity, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, and also, I mean, because it's, it's connected to advertising, you know. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think it always will be, I suppose. Well, at the digital age is coming in now, so that's kind of, you don't see any more paper billboards anymore. You know, you don't see the guy with paste going up there, putting it on anymore. You might, but it's changing. It's more kind of it's LED or LCD uh, screens or... I remember
0: during COVID, one of the most eerie things was going through town and the billboards, you know, because there was no events. Uh So all of the smaller billboards suddenly were just left peeling, and it was just a really weird thing to see. I should have yeah, taken yeah. photos of it at the time, but it was just this kind of like... Abandoned. Nothing is happening. You know, yeah, those yeah. those graphics that we're so used to seeing in our lives all yeah, the time were yeah. also gone, you know.
1: They yeah, used to seeing them, but they're kind of in the periphery of your eye or something. You kind of notice them. You know, I notice uh, that, that they're present, but you mightn't be directly looking at them unless yeah. you stop to look at them, so.
0: And there's one element of that that's very prevalent in your work that you've kind of taken and subverted. And that's this kind of this thing of the halftone, which is. Yeah, the
1: halftone was, um, again, it was something that I started to look at um, about ten years ago, I guess. Um, I think it was really because of this breakup of the image and this this perception subverted a bit more like this work on the wall. Here's it's it's inverted halftone where I've kind of taken it
0: so maybe for listeners who won't understand what it is, what's the, what's the dummy's guide to what you mean by halftone?
1: Uh, halftone is a pixelation of images where it's a, a bitmap. It breaks down the image into pixelation, which is dots. So you can see it here in this one. Um, if
0: the, so it's like in old fashioned print and you would see yeah, it in newsprint yeah, if you look closely yeah, this, well. this is The how image they, is made up of these yeah. tiny dots that overlap and that's how you get gradients of yeah, color. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a graphic
1: kind of vector image, it's a bitmap image. And it, I think that's where I got it from, particularly from these billboards mm. that you see around. If you look at them very closely, because they're so big, you actually can get, you get to see the layers of the CMYK yeah. layering of the image. So I kind of just tucked that out and started to use it myself, you know. I thought, what it was, really was the
0: fascination with it? Though it's just
1: purely the perception of the image, you know. Um, some I've done some bigger um pieces with um, half tone, and when you're up close, you just can't make it out yeah your brain just can't register the image but when you step back from it, it comes into focus there's a particular point point where it it focuses and then you can see the image
0: there's massive real big stuff in there about the kind of nature of reality yeah the absolutely. nature of how the world yeah sits and yeah is
1: and i was i was kind of I don't know, these, these dots and these points are also kind of a reference at the time when I was thinking about you know that the universe and you speaking about that sort of thing where it's kind of it's like a vibration you know um, it's not solid so it's all this kind of uh, matter vibrating with each other and yeah I, th- I thought that was interesting kind of at the same time I was thinking of half tone that was kind of in my mind as well so everything just dots and it's just sparking all the time so I thought that was interesting <laughs> for me you know um, and I suppose it's a print, Print background, you're always looking at this stuff, and like you say earlier on. It's how the older newspapers were actually printed. You Yeah, as a kid,
0: yeah. looking, you know, like seeing a picture in a newspaper and then looking closer and closer and closer and going, yeah. oh my God, it's dots. It's like, dots. this is really weird.
1: And then you push it away and yeah. it's, it's almost a solid image. And it's like yeah. this, like you say, this perception of reality. <laughs> so that really fascinated me. and that's
0: the, How long have you been exploring that for? Oh,
1: 10 years or more, when? yeah. Um, like I say, this is the last work I've did with um, with Half Tone in it which I just finished a few weeks ago so this is kind of uh, this Dupe Voyages um, series that I've been doing and this Mercurial City it's all about misinformation and Communication and age of
0: miscommunication. So, okay, so, well, I want to ask you about that. That's right <laughs> up the especially for our listeners of regime, That's probably something they're quite yeah. Interested
1: in. I think it's yeah. Uh, I kind of look at military stuff a lot too. Sometimes you know, um, communication and communication systems like you see on this sculpture pieces a bit of morse code on the other side of it
0: let's just t- talk a little bit about this series and then we we'll talk about tattoos and everything yeah, else um, but so this this what, what's the series called
1: it's the dupe dupe voyages which is kind of this trick voyage yeah uh, you know the word dupe um so it's kind of i suppose it's a kind of a, a reflection on media and how they kind of give you information that you perceive to be right or correct but actually, it's kind of a lot of it's you know, purposely to make you believe or understand the story that yeah. they want you to believe. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people who are your listeners probably understand this. I mean, so I was responding to that, you know, this dupe voyages of information and communication of, you know, are we receiving the right information or are we to believe this information? And I think it's that's nothing new a lot of people are talking about this you know so it's my kind of take on it um,
0: are you um skeptical when it comes to the big news stories that you read or that type of thing
1: depends on where it's coming out of right you know if you list if you're reading the sun or the uh, irish examiner or the irish times or the i don't know i see a lot of stuff with the ukraine if you listen to the guardian reports i mean what is actually in fact happening Mm. who's uh, propagating who's who's uh purposely um controlling the agenda you Mm. know and i presume as a journalist i mean you're dealing with this question all the time oh
0: yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. it's why we went back to local because local i can go and report on something that's in front of my face when everything is mediated through other's eyes it yeah. becomes very difficult to know you know to not be skeptical about the bulk of the well, things it's the, it's you the
1: agenda out. you know it's the agenda behind a lot of these stories you know um you suddenly seen this whole ukraine thing's just kind of falling after the agenda yeah. it's kind of going down i mean you can't sustain people's attention with this stuff all the time so you know they need something else to kind of um Put out there, so yeah, that kind of this communication, this means of communication interests me. So I do this. I suppose a kind of a loose visual thought. Um.
0: So there, so in these, and hopefully maybe we'll we'll have a, an example to to put into the article so that people can see what mm-hmm. we're talking about. But in these, there are these kind of like forms that have a little bit of this kind of halftone in black and white yeah. in in almost a landscape, really. Yeah,
1: they're kind of traveling through landscape. It's kind of, I suppose it um, represents this kind of movement of information, movement of people, movement of... Like I said, I've just finished these, so I'm still working out the the idea of um, presenting them. But like, yeah, it's basically about the movement of information and how you receive it. And it's my abstract, um, like I say, mental, visual thought on that, you know, rather than just having this literal um, print... Matter or you know, uh,
0: yeah,
1: message. I guess you know.
0: So in in some senses, the, this work is actually quite different from uh, hold fast because hold fast yeah. is a very recognizable set of yeah. you know you're making reference there to tattoo and all of this. But you're presenting this work in Spike Island, yeah. in a couple of the, what were the
1: punishment cells? Punishment block. Right? yeah, the punishment cells. So it's a pretty grim place, yeah.
0: Yeah, so tell me how that came about. Um,
1: that came about with a conversation I had with Director of Backwaters, Elaine Coakley, and the Backwater have had a connection with the Cork Harbour Festival for a number of years. And I've had a connection with Mehel Mara for a long time Cork Harbor Festival contacted Backwater this year but they do something there was a slot for some art um, show or a showcase or something and so I talked to Elaine and we we're like right okay it's kind of very short turnaround make an open call is too it's too short so I said right I'll do something because I want to keep the connection with um, the Cork Harbor Festival so I thought well let's do something with on tattoos which connects Spike Island with the Cork Harbour Festival, and tattoos connects Cork Harbour Festival with Spike Island. So it kind of seemed like a good fit. Yeah. The prison population ha- would use tattoos. Sailors would t- use tattoos. So it kind of made sense to do that. Yeah. So I kind of grabbed imagery that related to that. Um, first, I went for a site visit with um, my wife, Masha, and we met Dorothea Gubbins out there. who was very enthusiastic about this. um, Again, it's connections really. I think it was very much part of our bones of doing it, this project. Like I said, it was very quick turnaround to make the work, but I felt it was important to keep the connection with Ocean to City or Cork Harbor Festival, plus making new contact with Spike Island.
0: So Spike, I mean, was that the first time that you'd been there?
1: No, I've been there with Mel Mara. We've actually landed there on a boat and had a look around. And I was there once before that, um, where it was very underdeveloped. It was very, at the very beginning stages of um, talking about doing something with it. Pretty derelict, like there was nothing going on there. And then that was what, 10 years ago, and then I think the Cork Midsummer's Festival got involved in it, and then this thing started. So um, so that's how that came about. And I went for a site visit, and I, uh, yeah, it was a pretty, the tattoos and the visual thing was the, the connection of the, f- or the node for a lot of things. But when I went there, I felt different about it. I think the visual thing was one thing, but then I felt like there needs to be a message in this work because the place is so desolate and you know, I just can't imagine what it was like to be in these punishment block cells being locked up for 23 hours a day and let out for one. Um, So that kind of really started to resonate with me. So in the work that I did, I included um, Love, Hope, Mercy. So there's this kind of response to the actual, for me, that's what's the stronger element of the work or that came out of it for me. Yeah, The visual thing, one in particular is quite strong and the others, are, you know, they represent this kind of culture of tattoos. So yeah, I went down and talked to Dorothy and we put it up and she was like, yeah, she thought she liked it, you know. that particular piece downstairs in the one of the Punch Blocks with Mercy, which is gold leaf. The, the cross and Mercy's in gold leaf, which is specifically done, with, it's like this work here to catch the light. It's such a diffused light in the room, but when you place this piece on this bench, which has names of prisoners scrawled into it. I thought it was just quite fitting, you know? Um, And as you just face the room at the door, there's not much light, like I said, that's in the room, but whatever light's in there, comes off the gold leaf yeah. and it's kind of mercy so it kind of hits you straight away when you walk in I think the message kind of gets to you straight away it's like
0: do you have tattoos? no I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't <know>. either <laughs> here we I are two untattooed people yeah, are talking, talking about
1: tattoos. tattoos yeah
0: yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I suppose that's, it's all very interesting about like why, why, why people go down that route why people mark their skin indelibly and permanently and also why it has this strong thing but it, you know sailors who you think well like, they go all over the world they are like limitless yeah. in their voyages and then the incarcerated why are they the two groups that we really associate i think it's identify
1: it's identity i think i yeah. think a lot with um sailor tattoos from researching and stuff it's like you know this whole idea of swallows why do sailors have swallows well if they have one swallow if they have one it means they've traveled five thousand miles yeah they've two, yeah and if they have two they've traveled ten thousand miles and if they have anchors it means they've traveled across the the atlantic so it's kind of i suppose it's their visual language of representing and identifying where they've been who they are mm. i think in even south american jails talking about prison population i think they have an even more hardcore tribal you know, markings, you know, that they're part of a certain gang that done certain things, you know. Um, so I think it's an identity thing. And I think it's picked up from other cultures. Uh, I think sailors picked it up more or less 500 years ago from going to Polynesia and places like that where the tribes used them. Boredom of being at sea, so started tattooing each other and stuff. <laughs> so I think it's kind of a mixture of things how they, but yeah, I mean, you look at that whole i that whole recent trend of what was it the hipsters you know they were getting the, you, the long beards hair, men women whatever I mean they dressed a certain way it's kind of identity culture I think
0: yeah it is that's very that's a very interesting thing I interviewed the guy from Smiley Dog. Um, tattoo and you know he's extensively tattooed himself but he still said he told me that he still won't do what he calls game changers which are if you don't have a lot of tattoos already he will not give you a tattoo on your hand on your forearm on your neck anywhere that's going to be visible because that's the tradition is that you you don't you know because it kind of comes from subcultures and comes from maybe cultures that might have some kind of dodgy connotations that you don't do that to yourself in a way that's going to affect your job prospects, or that's going to kind of identify you as belonging to this subculture, right. unless you've already made a substantial commitment to this right. art form and that you're already kind of pretty extensively yeah. okay. covered. Okay. You know, right.
1: so you can have it for six months, and if you like it, maybe move on to it. exactly, a bit yeah,
0: bit more yeah. yeah. And he's very kind of like scathing about the the fashions for yeah. kind of girls getting like stars all down their neck or whatever when they when that's not something they've done before. But the perceptions of it seem to be changing because it's kind of become more mainstream now. Right? Yeah, and I think
1: everything's cross-feeding, fertilizing, and it would be interesting another 20, 30 years' time where a lot of that stuff goes, you know, <laughs> and how it melts into each other, you know? Yeah. Because um, I think that's what's happening at the moment. I mean, I don't know, how do you identify yourself in, in, in society and how do I, um, a lot of people, you know, who have kind of maybe not involved in GAA or Catholic Church or any of those kind of institutions or pillars, so called pillars, you know. Um, what do we do? What do we identify ourselves with?
0: I'm equally mistrusting of the new pillar, it's actually, myself. I prefer to not, mm. you know, to just remain an individual and not. Um, not identify myself with anything at all, all i right, think is okay, okay. you know but that's yeah that's probably a little bit um off the point so you used a lot of these pre-existing images like um anchors swallows because mm. and swallow that's got a like a prison mm. tattoo meaning so, as well. yeah.
1: i think I, from what i understand i know from a guy years ago and talking to other people why let's say guys getting swallows and then i love heart and then mom and dad so they can get accepted f- for getting a tattoo if it's mom and dad because otherwise you know they'd be kind of you know people their parents wouldn't be happy with them but because it's mom and dad on it <laughs> that it's acceptable for some reason <laughs> and, then, and then swallows coming to. i don't really know why people get, people who are not prisoners or sailors get swallows prisoners I presume
0: the a bluebird motif for prison tattoos in there that's something to do with like if your partner is inside you? Yeah, I think so.
1: Partner. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, to be yeah. honest, but I think they have their own visual language and meanings for it, which they take from, I presume, sailor culture. I don't know did prisoners do it before sailors, but I don't think so.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, I've seen an old guy in because I was in the tattoo zone. i seen an old guy in Lemington when I was in the UK recently. He had a really, an old guy. He must have been in his 80s, but he had a really old anchor just on his forearm. And he couldn't see it anymore. You could see the outline of it, but you couldn't see the writing. But, I mean, that tattoo must have been done, you know, 60 years ago.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Pretty
1: DIY, so... <laughs> Like going back to the original question, tattoos and Spike Island, and it's just connected everything very quickly. Mm. You know, if, if I had to think of something else, I don't know what, how would I identify Spike Island with a Cork Harbour Festival? What would have been the identifying marker?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could have done boats or something, or because ships would have serviced, or there would have been a common um, thread there, but I just thought the human factor really, you know? Um, yeah and I think Cork Harbor Fest was very about much about human activity and Spike Island is very much about human activity so
0: it's not the first time that Spike has hosted different art forms no. there was an, an audio piece presented there a, few, a couple of years ago yeah. and I interviewed the former prisoner turned actor who okay. who voiced that so there's a collection yeah. of, of kind of like short monologues that were just played in, in the space but for you is it is site-specific something that you've yeah, done, I,
1: I done Yeah, I've done, yeah. I've done a residency in Ima last year. I was there for three months. I lived and worked on site there, and that was a flag project that I did, which ended up with making these flags that were flown on site, on some of the ceremonial um, flagpoles that are there. Um, but that was a specific um, site um, research project. And I've done other stuff before as well. I've done some stuff for the uh, Ocean to City, which is now Cork Harbor Festival mm-hmm. on the Elizabeth Fort here. I've done two projects which related to site-specific, relating to flags there. Um, then I've done another piece years ago, 2014-15 in Belarus, in Vitibsk, with two other artists which related to a site where Kasimir Malevich, Avant garde artist, lived and worked in the tips. Mm. So yeah. Um it's a bit like this flag project that I'm doing at the moment. It's another not some site specific, but with schools in Artane in Dublin. Oh wow. Which is a fun spare project which is happening not this weekend, the weekend after. Um so yeah, I would respond a lot to site specific stuff. Yeah. Like I went this project whole fast or I went, I, did, I purposely go, because uh, I think it's very important as an artist, if you're doing something, go there and see. Get Absorb. It. Absorb it, because <laughs> like I say, with this, I had the idea of tattoos before going to Spike on the site visit, but then, like I say, earlier on, when I went there, actually, it's like, right, there's more to this. Mm-hmm. There it, it needs to become some sort of message coming out of this, rather than just making Images of what, tattoos.
0: What did that to you? Was it the size of the, cause the punishment cells are.
1: Yeah, I, I so... just felt, I just felt the, just the, the history of the energy there something that's Christ, what was it like to be living here? Yeah. And the desolation, the isolation, the loneliness. And again, like this hope, mercy, love was certainly missing yeah in these places so.
0: yeah hope mercy love they're not that what the
1: words we no they weren't answers. so that's why i put it in there this mm. message of um, maybe i don't know to counter it, to balance it to maybe to reflect on that mm. you know, the suffering of people there regardless of what it did you know yeah um, and a lot of them probably didn't do a lot uh, didn't do much you know um
0: and a lot of them are still around us because a very recent my earliest memory my earliest memory is because we lived in cove and we were overlooking the water okay. and i remember my dad getting me up and going look at this and giving me binoculars and i was tiny they were really really mm-hmm. huge and heavy so i think it was 83 the riots or something okay, like that. You could see it. and it was nighttime oh. and i could see the flames and then this row of tiny figures sitting on the roof right. and they had like they had um, boats with with water cannons to try and put the fires out Okay, but that's like that that's one of the earliest memories I have right. it was just like right. <laughs> incredible scene of the all the prisoners on uh, sitting on the it's roof so in the have a really local history and memory <laughs> of the place
1: so, rather than somebody like me who just kind of lands in there tell
0: me a little bit about the title hold fast what's that uh hold fast
1: was um somebody who's sailed myself and who's rowed and on the ocean city a few times in the fion bar you know it's a three hour half hour slog and a lot of training and this whole fast is normally kind of hold and fast left right hand left hand is tattooed onto
0: the so sailors would have it yeah hold the fast the was just grip
1: fast. hard and to yeah. get through this kind of storm I think it's the kind of um, so I thought it was an appropriate word to use uh, for people doing the ocean to city because I know I've done it a few times and it's it's a hard slog and you have to hold fast <laughs> to get through it and I think that was really where it came from and I thought it was just a nice a nice a nice word as well I think yeah. it kind of um, I kind of I think it sums up a kind of Maybe a sailor's life, particularly older sailors' worlds, you know, where you know you have to use rigging and you have to use sails and you have to, you know, it's a tough, you know, can imagine a storm in the Atlantic, you have to hold fast yeah. to survive, basically, you know, so I think that's basically where it came from
0: yeah that's nice that yeah. that ties in with the kind of redemptive ideas of you know love and hope and yeah you know, it's kind of a lot of a um, lot of indications of kind of pointing towards like resilience forms of resilience and- yeah
1: fortitude
0: in a fort <laughs> so having that sort of fortitude to survive in there well, how has the response been so it's far been so good. by the time listeners yeah. hear this it's going yeah. to be only two days until they yeah, can yeah. still get down and see it if
1: they have time yeah yeah it's um the response has been good you know it's kind of one of those things that like like i say earlier on it's like yeah let's do it i said talking to elaine I said let's do it i'll do it and we'll turn it around and uh, i made it in a few days and, and i'm glad i did uh, it's it's got some good reaction dartha is very happy with it down there because it kind of fits in but for from here yeah a lot of people have been interested in the studios here when are you going are you doing a trip down are you going down and we can get a six pack and we go for a party we have a picnic and stuff and <laughs> it's all right okay um so yeah a lot of people are interested in seeing it and going down and and i think that's that's the purpose of why i did it just to generate that interest and, and bit, so what next Um, Well, I'm currently in the throes of making a project, working on a project in Dublin, in artane in Dublin. So yeah, no, that's that's been an interesting project. So I'm in the throes of making flags for those. So I'll take those up or give them them to them. Um, And these flags of hope, I think, kind of resonates a bit with the whole fast thing. Um, They came up with the title and the theme, so I went to the done workshops in schools based on those so you can see from this piece here that's one of the stencils I did for um, one of the flags so I sliced I spliced the drawings from the kids workshops and incorporated them into this stencil and i've been printing those onto this fabric here it's polyester which i'm going to make into flags mm. out coming out of you know. and
0: how about these these uh, pieces here on the wall you're going to have an exhibition uh yeah i'm, I'm st- they're still
1: kind of in development um maybe apply for a glt grant for the arts council to kind of Get some money to have a bit of time to research. I'm still kind of in this researching age, stage, and development stage. But I think um, I like to do an inst- installation work with this in a room, mm. basically, mm. not just kind of white walls and have them on the. Maybe a bit of audio, maybe some visuals, um, projection, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. This is a just-
0: good life all of this yeah it
1: is yeah it's it's good it's good when there's work and money yeah <laughs> it's just money is always a problem for artists but um yeah no it's great and especially after the whole covert thing has lifted and studios are open and you can go out and about and you can go down to spike and go to dublin and, and go to emma you can get out and about you can talk to people again which is very important for artists like me um what i do you know i'm a studio artists but I'm also I like to jump out get involved in projects come back to the studio do this sort of work so I'm working on my, a lot of different levels mm. and I like working like that because a lot of different things feed into my studio practice um, and it's good to meet people and hang out you know yeah, meet some interesting Absolutely, people yeah. Yeah, a bit like what you're doing you know <laughs> Yeah. people you know yeah yeah that's, that's what great, it's all yeah. about yeah yeah for sure for sure
0: well we'll certainly be following with interest what happens with okay. your misinformation project <laughs> misinformation <laughs> project yeah
1: it's kind of based on it anyway. yeah, yeah
0: that's great if we if we had um, if we had trip and machine offices we'd invite you to come and install it there but we don't maybe okay, you can the Irish Times and, and uh, oh, yeah. have an
1: exhibition there <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> well uh, is your information misinformation or is yeah.
0: But that's one of the big things with that, isn't it? Is that everyone is equally pointing at each other and going, "That's misinformation." No, that is, and that's yeah. in itself a, a kind of a you know, like who who owns the right to to say what is misinformation what? when we don't have first-hand accounts when we're not relying on yeah. on um, on our own senses on, on our own empiricism in the world. Yeah, but it's like
1: even. Walking around here, you see a, you see you see an incident, and you relay that information as a story back to somebody else. But you're always going to be missing parts of it, or you're going to interpret whatever you're seeing in in a particular way. You know. Um, yeah or maybe not maybe you don't give a shit and you just keep going and you don't. so we can't
0: rely on our senses either <laughs> well it
1: depends on where you come from what's your upbringing you know what's your what's your default thing you know yeah uh, some of these prisoners they might or sailors or somebody on the street if they come across the same instance you you interpret it and you filter it through your own
0: through experience the
1: experience yeah. and your conditioning and how mm. how what it means to you you know
0: well, best of luck. Yeah, Thank okay. you so much for welcome us into your studio.
1: You're welcome. Call around. I'll, I'll keep you notified.
0: Please remember that machine is a reader-supported ad-free platform. If you like what we do, you can subscribe for just eight euros per month or 80 euros per year. And you can also help us by sharing articles on social media channels and getting in touch with us on our social media channels, which are at Tidrasheen on Twitter or Tripe on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks so much for listening.